Welcome back to the Breakdown Podcast. We are just hours away here in Melbourne as we prepare for the first Bittersloe Cup for 2023. It'll decide the Rugby Championship. Mills Mulliaina is on tour with us as well. We'll talk about this game, but also the context of it, Mills. But first and foremost, Eddie Jones is continuing his barrage of comedy and challenge towards towards the All Blacks, feeling as though he's clearly got something he's trying to prove, and he's got a team that can compete tonight at the G, the MCG, 80,000-plus. Um, what's the big message you might take away from this game tonight between these two sides? Well, the big message is Australia really need to win, right? You want this to be competitive. The, the, the fact that the All Blacks have started with a hiss and a roar, um, you're right. Eddie Jones is obviously just trying to deflect sort of what's sort of going on there. And it's interesting to see you know, the, the differences in terms of um, the lineups that he's actually named as well. But I, I think any time you come into the to the bleeder zone, regardless of where each team is, um, it's always going to be tough. And for, and for the All Blacks, the chance for them to be able to you know secure uh, security and after twenty odd twenty odd years, but I, I'm actually looking forward to um, this Australian team because it was, you know, before the tournament actually started, I, I I gave them a really really big shot, and um, obviously those defeats, the big one in South Africa, and then obviously the last one where they lost to Argentina, which they should have won. You know, I'm I'm waiting for them to actually fire, um, and they haven't 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 done that yet. So perhaps it'd be this weekend. If if you look at the two teams and you look at the two countries and the fact we compete each other against each other all of the time, probably reality is that they actually match up better against us than they do against the Springboks, against Argentina, against England. Essentially, we play similar styles of game, particularly the speed that we're trying to play. It has been forced to make a significant number of changes. And he's done that on the poor form of the other um, teams that have played in the other two games. When you look at his side, though, the change, changes when you start. Gordon's at first five, McDermott's at halfback. Pattaya returns to centre. Hasn't played a huge amount there at the international level. Look, he's is he rolling his dice a lot going, you know what, we need to shift the needle a lot with this group. And now our expectations are we've got some inexperienced guys who are just going to step up. I, th- I think what he's actually done is just put guys out there that Perhaps the All Blacks don't know too much about, you know, haven't seen them reliant on relying them uh, on the fact that they go out there and actually have no fear of playing a team that's on a roll. Um, but also, you know, what what do you actually go off when you're actually analysing um, guys like that? You know, even Karifi in a, in a certain you know um, extent because he hasn't been there. I think that the difference that he's got is. You know, the guys that he's benched, the guys that have been in Super Rugby, the guys that he's got out there are guys that haven't played in Super Rugby. So perhaps that's his mental thinking, to, to try and just sort of put an ease into the All Black side and thinking, well, you know, where do we attack? How do we attack this? Because there's no real combinations that we can actually go out and do. So perhaps we focus on an individual. And if that doesn't work, um, how does how do they adapt? And that's probably been something that, that sort of has hindered the All Blacks a lot when, when there's big moments and they've sort of attacked you know certain areas and then they've sort of found out that, you know, it's not quite going right, and they haven't been able to adapt. You know, you've seen it last week in that twenty-minute period when the box came on. There was a bit of just after halftime against the um, against the Pumas. He's probably looking at that early. If I was if I was looking at the Wallaby side, you've got to start really early. You've seen the way the the All Blacks have done that, and and perhaps that's his thinking. You know, guys that are sort of not really on the radar of the of the All Blacks or com- in combinations to try and unease 
you know, they, they started of him the last couple of weeks. When you make the changes he's made, what it does do though is it gives you heaps of experience on the bench. Because you yes. drop they've dropped those guys, right? So yes. Nick White's out, Craig, Craig Cooper's on the bench with White. Um uh, the return of Taniella Tupo, uh, James Slippers Slipper. on the bench. So so it actually significantly changes the fact that if this young group can get the job done early, yeah. then when the pressure comes on, they maybe can go to some experience. Um, Parise's on the bench as well. Um, it does give them a little bit of, of depth. Callaway's at fullback. Now, there's a few guys in here. Um, Marika Kurabeti is... It's, if, I, if I was to, to rate them across 10 test matches, the challenge that I have with them is that they play six really good test matches. The trouble is the four that they don't play as well, yeah. it's not they're just average. They make a lot of mistakes yeah. that, that hurt them. And, and that's where I think this whole team's at is that they have too many guys that when they don't play well, they hurt their side. They've got to make some shifts. I'm more excited about this team than I have been for the other two teams. Yeah. At least they can make shifts because they can make changes. That's what I look at. When I look at McDermott and I look at Carter Gordon, this is the future of the Wallabies, right? Yes. This is this is them going forward. Yes. Um, and you're right. And so that's where you talk about those six games. And t- that's what he's, got, he's reliant on, right? Go out there... This is what we're going to do. Just focus on this game. And, you know, the guys that are on the bench, sometimes when you've had all that experience, you try and feel your way through the game, feel through the test, because you know, okay, this is kind of where we're at. He's played a little bit of field position. Nick White's probably a classic example. You know, he was, you know, he's, he's probably, you know, there's, there's that portion of him where he's probably about you know, 60% trying to manage the game, probably even 70% managing the game. The other 30 sort of reliant on his game. But we know how sharp he is around the edges. It's almost gone in them, you know, because they've been so under pressure the last few years that they're just focusing on the fact, okay, how do we manage this the, our, our our game plan and then how do we manage ourselves around the field to give us a shot? With the team that he's named, they don't have that. that I, I it's not necessarily baggage. It's, it's, it's the fact that, hey, this is how we're going to play this game. They've had two weeks and his mind, Eddie would have gone, okay, well, this is, he would have known this is what he's going to do. You know, and he's within the group. I mean, you've got your captain co-captain that's out, another co-captain that's on the bench, so this is a new sort of uh, you know stand-in captain, even though he's got plenty of experience, but he's relying on these guys to really sort of get underneath the All Blacks nice and early, and then perhaps that experience coming off the bench and bringing it home, and and it's a little bit different, but I think in terms of the where Eddie Jones is at, you've got to think outside the box. He won't be necessarily worried the fact that you know that if they, if they don't keep hold of the players, though, he's thinking long term. You know, and this is a long term team. When I say long term, it's a sh- short long term. It's about the Rugby World Cup. You know, and, and he's very mindful. He'll be very mindful of the fact that they're in a very good side of the draw, and he gets his team humming by the time they get there. Um, even if they lose and they lose and they lose by a short margin, he'll take that as a success. And what it does is it brings confidence within a yeah. young side, right? Yeah, yeah, and and. I couldn't agree more. Is this this group needs confidence? I just look at it from a from a, a lens of he actually gave the old guys their opportunity. He gave the guys who are incumbent Wallabies their opportunity, and they let them down the first two weeks. Yeah. Uh, reality is they were moments away from beating Argentina. <laughs> yeah. You know, like and yes, they got an intercept. It goes at ninety meters to get themselves in front, and they give it away in the last couple of minutes to, to the Pumas, but. They still would have been in a position to win a test match. Yeah. And they should have won that test match. And so I think very, very quickly they can take a whole lot of positive things, try and piece those together, and then but also go, but we've actually injected all of this youth who haven't tasted the defeat. They haven't. 
that, 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 that makes a big difference to me. You haven't got baggage. If you're not carrying baggage, you know, against the All Blacks. Let's talk about the All Blacks, though, because that's what people want to talk about when we start narrowing down the numbers. And they've made some subtle changes. Some guys that come back available for the All Blacks. Sam Whitelock returns. Anton Leonard-Brown returns. Luke Jacobson gets his opportunity in the bench because Sam Kane's not playing and Dalton Popoliki is starting at open side flanker. It's the same back line. Um, Caleb Clark remains on the bench. The significant one is Cam Roygaard. The, the change, and we've had a lot of discussion about, you know, getting something different. So the starting 15 doesn't quite remain. The change, the one change is Sam Kane is out. But there's the statement being made for Brody Metallic, Scott Barrett, that, that they are the two. They're the starting guys. Is it their positions to lose now in terms of starting locks with Sam Whitelock back? When you looked at this team, um, what did you see? What did you like? I like the continuity. You know, I love the fact that I mean, we've got experience across the board, haven't we? Um, Scott Barrett and Retallick is, is that hardness. I mean, he's always had it, but you know, at the Chiefs, you know, he, he just seemed like he was still carrying a few, few little niggles, and he's just starting to come back to his old form. So the combination is working really well up front. Cody Taylor. Awesome to see him playing really well. And the guys beside him, I mean, we've seen how good they were last year. They're continuing that growth in terms of, you know, um, their development, uh, you know, starting their starting props. Um, when you when you get a little bit later, Dalton Papali gets an opportunity, right? You know, so he's been sitting there. That's probably going to be the, the biggest one. And how he complements a Frizzell who needs to stand up and pr- provide that, what he did against the Springboks. In some ways... When you look at this, what he's up with, this is somewhat an easier task for him in terms of the physical physical task because he gets the South Africans. They're big men, and he if he can dom- if he can dominate the South Africans the way that he did then with his physicality, he's got to step up again once again against um, you know the the Wallabies. So what does that mean for Dalton Papali? Well, does he now bring a fetching game? And that's what we haven't kind of we haven't sort of kind of seen. You know that guy that's just gone out and out and sort of. And just fetched, you know, Sam Kane's, you know, been there and he's um, he's hit hard. He's he's done the fetching side of it. He's brought a little bit different to to his game. Does 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 Dalton now look at it and go, hey, hey, I know I can I can get out wide. I can I can play the the, the tight stuff. Does he then sort of focus on trying to hunt that ball? Because when you look at the other side, they haven't got a fetcher, and that's predominantly where yeah. the Wallabies have always always been good. So that could be a, a department where we where we. We could win the breakdown, and that sort of excites me a little bit. Um, to Cam Roygaard, that surprised me because I, I actually think I thought that you know Christie done pretty well considering the service that he had that he got when he got on the field. And when you're running into a game like this, you know, do you put put Roygaard out there? But the more that of the, the, the like these last couple of days, the more I sort of thought about it. It makes sense, right? You know, put him out there. I think he's he's good. Brings something different, you know. If, if he does get into that situation, it's not a safety thing now. I, I think you've got to expose guys to a situation where, you know, they get out there and they're under the pump. You know, ideally, you don't want them to, to get up, to get out there and do that, and you want to finish the job. And they might not put him out there, you know, if it's sort of tight because you know Aaron Smith's back playing so well. But on the side of that, you're going to, you're giving him experience, and regardless of whether he gets on or not. That preparing in the 2023 is a lot different than when you're holding a hit shield and, and preparing the team to play. So I like this. There's no easy test matches. I mean, we, there's no right time to give a guy a game, really. I mean, you could quite easily have tried to wait another week. Yeah. And, and they may have done that for like a, a Sammy Penny in regards to 
but we're still, I suppose, looking and trying to cement that loose forward combination where Roy Garber's definitely in the conversation of he's possibly going to the Rugby World Cup. Where you've got other guys, and Dallas McLeod's another one where where they weren't really in contention. You know, they were covering, they were there for experience, but ultimately there were very few games. Whereas halfback, when you only take three and you're searching for that third one, if you if it was a say it was a dead rubber, then it doesn't have that pressure. No, it doesn't matter. But yeah. if it if it was on again, and, and that gives them the flexibility, if they don't quite get the job done, yes, they can play him next week. So I like this as well because and, and, and the fact that he's that he's seen what the guys did for the All Blacks. Eh? Yeah, they've had a shot too, so he's quite comfortable with that. This gives Roy Gard an opportunity to go under the pressure that he will he will get on a test week rather than giving him free ride. I, you know, the, the more that sort of I've thought about it, the more I like the fact that he's been picked. So they had a plan against South Africa, and the, the, a particular plan about how they played the game. Obviously, that massively high tempo. You talk about that physicality. A lot of that done was with tempo, though. And Australia are a different type of athlete and beast um, than the Springboks. So I look at those those two, and you start going, do we continue with the same strategy? The the kick pass options, the looking for territory, looking for space, the isolation in terms of one-on-one challenges, all those sorts of things. Is it the same strategy against Australia? Because people started talking to me about the first 20 minutes and going, why can't they do that for the whole game? Why can't they do that for the whole contest? But it just doesn't work like that, right? Because the challenges that you're facing are different. The players you're facing are different. Is this, when you look at the all-black performance, do you see them going, same strategy? Uh, or do we try and play more territory game and yeah. dare them to come back to us rather than challenging in the air? Do you think the All Blacks are going to make an adjustment? I think they will. I think when you're looking at this sort of side, you know, the, the kicking game is massive because what what they did is they went to contestable kicks, but they got a nice platform, didn't they? You know, really, you know, solid sort of go forward ball. They got to the middle of the park. They had really good chases. Isolated those guys in the South African backs, right? Almost. Diffuse their strengths, so they were, they almost yep. turned it around and said, "Well, hey, you guys are really good at putting us under pressure when you when you kick and chase and, and go for the high balls, but how can you do it when you're getting it done to you?" And that, and, and then all of a sudden, your mindset is, is the Springboks are going, "Actually, I can't, man. I'm under the pump. It's, you're under the pump defensively, yep. but now that you've almost turned that mindset. Said, I'm under the pump from an attacking point of view because now I can't do that either. Um, when you play, the, I think." When you look at the Wallaby side, I think they'll, they'll go to something similar and try and isolate, you know, some of the adventure. But I think they'll tweak it up in terms of let's get territory, let's get territory, force the Australians to kick out because I, I think they'll, you know, they'll they'll really try and target the tight five. The tight five for me, if they can get rolling malls, if they can get them, you know, set piece, and we've seen how creative the, the, the All Blacks have been on set piece as well. Force the Wallabies to kick out and then. Regarding the, I mean, as long as the, then it has been good. The set piece line out and stuff like that's been good. That's another launching pad. So I think territory is key for them. Force them to kick out, or even if they did did kick out. I, I think we've got the tall timber there to be able to really contest an inexperienced um, Wallaby side. And worst case scenario, they're going to go to the front. And, and the key for them going to the front is the fact that the Wallabies of the past have been able to go to the front when they had guys like George Gregan. And, and and you know uh, Larkins and stuff because they could still go wide from front ball, front foot ball, yep. you know, and the way they sort of went about it, and they kind of changed the game a little bit. I'm not sure this team can do that, especially with McDermott's pass, especially with some of the inexperience that they sort of got there. So, um, I'd be looking at the All Blacks playing a lot more field position and, and trying to 
just really dominant, dominate them physically from a set piece point of view. Because we've come a long way in 18 months. Oh, yeah. And, and, and I come back, that's just fresh blood. It's Ethan DeGroote, Tyrell Lomax, um, Scott Barrett's uh, uh, level at the, that he's playing at and his consistency. Um, you know, like, I think this is a massive game for Dalton Popoletti. I really, really do. And I, I, I'm expecting the change to be made where Artie ends up at seven yeah. and Luke Jacobson's at eight. Yeah. I'm expecting that substitution to be made to find out, to go what sort of impact can Luke Jacobson have on this game and is he that vers- versatile player going forward? Because we're still, I think, we're looking for that person who can play number eight if it's not Artie. Um, and, you know, for Dalton, uh, he probably hasn't been as good in 23 as he was in 22. I mean, 22 for the Blues was really, really good. Every time he stepped up for the All Blacks, played really, really well. Uh, I think this is critical for him because yeah. I think we even saw when um, Sam Kane uh, went off and Artie went to seven. There's a different. Uh, uh, well, sorry, but yeah, yeah, we lost a little bit um, in terms of our presence at the breakdown. Yeah. Um, actually, had a, a conversation with um, Scott Barrett yesterday just quickly and said, you know, he's really happy. He's in charge of defence. He really feels as though this group defensively has taken a step up. They've actually committed to some of the things that they've wanted them to commit to, and now he's a lot more comfortable that they're not making the system errors that they've been making. You know, and and but you can't. There's no. I mean, if you look at actually a number of our tries that we concede, and I went back and looked at a number of them. Quite often, it's off our errors. We actually throw quite often. We throw intercept passes yeah. because we're trying to force the pace. We're trying to force passes because we're trying to attack. It's not necessarily on the back of the opposition having the ball. Yes. Um, and so that's why I think for me it's it's a huge night for Dalton Papali'i because to me that's what Sam Kane does is he plugs a whole lot of holes and's a constant. Yeah. He's always, a, you know, he might miss the odd tackle, but he's, he's almost making more tackles than he should. Yeah. He just continually puts himself in harm's way. Um, so I think it's a massive one for him and a huge opportunity for Luke Jacobson. The other one that I, is is the impact that Sam Whitelock has in this game. Yeah, right. Because if he's embraced this role, and I think he will, because this is what Sam Whitelock is. You know, he'll do whatever it takes for the team to win. He'll hate the fact he's not starting. <laughs> and that'll drive him even more. But I think this could be this could be the secret weapon for the All Blacks, is when you talk about that, if we need a big play, if we need a big line-out steal, if we need a secure position, if we need some sort of confidence at line-out time, I think this might be, and forgetting the, not forgetting he was the All Black captain here last year um, in the end-of-year tour. I mean, I think this is, when I start looking at, this, uh, at our bench, I, I, I start getting a lot more confidence in, in this group. Um, do you think maybe they need to go to the bench earlier? Because I, I felt last week we left it late. So when the opposition brings the, you know, because... You almost got a counter, counter, counter punch. Well, well, a different, different, different bench last yes, week, wasn't yeah, it? But yeah. they needed a counter punch there. Yeah. The, uh, the bomb squad or, yeah, the, or yeah. whatever it was with yeah. the energy, you know? Uh, I don't know. This week, I mean, you, you're right about Whitelock. It's a different kind of um, impact, isn't it? It's, yeah. it's not your impact, you're after energy and stuff like that, but it's just like a soothing impact where he comes on, little wee technical stuff that he would do, he win big line-out stuff. Um, a calming influence in terms of the the voice that he that he'll bring. That's a di- it's a different impact to what we sort of often want. You know, the energy spark something. He won't he won't bring that, but he'll bring big moments in terms of that subtle stuff. 
Um, do they do they go early you know, to answer your question? I'm not sure. I I think ideally, I, ideally you'd, you'd want them to. Like if I if I go I'll go on my point about the Wallabies. They're looking at those guys to come off and finish the game off, right? Finish it, and hopefully the you know the young guns would have got them a, a decent sort of start to really then force it into a game where it becomes just territory and, and tactics. Well, we know well that's that's what often happens in the last twenty minutes of a test match, right? When the, when the, when the scoreboard's close, yeah. it, the game completely changes, yes, right? Yes. Because it becomes it tightens, like you say, tightens, tightens right up. Yeah, I don't, uh, and that, and that's what the Wallabies will be wanting. The key is for the All Blacks is to start well again. And, and I think they'll take a different focus. I think they'll really target some of their key players, some of the Wallaby key, key players. And Carter Gordon will get targeted. And there's no doubt they have to do that. And they have to be on his, on his game all, all night long. And that's where like the likes of Dalton Papali, you know, when yeah. Sam, you say Sam Kings, he's got to take on that role. Frizzell, they're running at him, you know, they're, 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 uh, you know, absorb, he's, he's going to have to make a lot of tackles targeting that department when he sort of passes, just making sure that they, you know, that he, he can feel their presence kind of there just to off put him because he's going to be key to them. And he, when he needs front foot, even when he doesn't, he snipes out a little thing because he's so young and he's, he, he's, he, he's kind of free of all that stuff, the beggars that we're talking about. But you, you now, you now him early and you keep on him the whole, the whole way. And then before you know, he will try and rely on, you know, um, Called a bitty and then um, you know and Karivi uh, out out wide and he's key right and so that's his that's his sort of outplay because he's going to bring power and, and and so nailing those those key guys is going to be huge for the All Blacks because it will stop you know that whole you know first twenty odd minutes and then you know with, when they do have to go to the bench it's going to be a subtle subtle sort of bringing the guys on because. You're now bringing guys on to finish the game off as well, you know. So yeah. it's going to kind of counteract each other, doesn't it? And yeah. That's, and that's kind of where I, I think the All Blacks will, will want to be. On. And they'll 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 feel easy doing that, doing yeah. it that way. If that bench had to come on and we came on at the same time, I'd be comfortable with our bench finishing the game on a lot better than what the other side has. Is this the first time you can remember where the back line picked itself? Where it actually just picked itself, like you just went. Yes, it was. It was. And it wasn't. By, it wasn't perfect against the Springboks, but it was clearly that this seven players has almost separated itself out as they as the premium group of players that if they're all fit and available, they they would want to continue to play. Yeah. It, it, it was this. The, I can't remember. You know, we always had question marks on. You know, on one of the wings. You know, and and. Was it time for Bowden Barrett to maybe give Will Jordan a chance at fullback? Um, you know, was Richie Mwanga the first choice number ten? There was always that. You know, Damien McKenzie put his hand up in the first Test match, but this is it, right? This is the combination. If you if you're going, if everyone holds their form, everyone holds what they're doing. I can't really see anybody else coming into that starting lineup in that back line. They, they just look easy, easy. They transition easy into the game plan that they had. Okay, so that's you know that everyone fits the roles that they were asking for them. You know, and so and so you're right. And when that ha- when that happens, and they're all kind of clicking, you look. You talk about Richie Moore. He's been given the reins. When he's been given the reins, what does that look like? Well, Bowden Barrett now is at the back, but he provides a totally different approach. He's not trying to take over. And when he does, he's stepped up when it needs. Once you get that balance right, which has taken a long, long time, um, then then you start hissing, and that's what we've, we've seen. Centres has always been a talking point because we've struggled to have you know a combination that's um, 
that's been solid there. You know, they've they've now experienced that over the last, I suppose, nine nine months or so. Um, but, you know, with with Jordy Barrett going into there, he's in, in two different roles, right? Rico Ioane is starting to really step up. Maturity, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, his, his Super Rugby form was outstanding because he'd done little things that you do when you're playing test matches. You know, there you're not sort of thinking about. I'm not saying he's, he's thinking about himself, but you're not sort of that hole that's kind of there. Yeah, it's there, but there's another opportunity outside him. So all of a sudden, they're starting to click. Um, it's hard, isn't it? And this is where we've got the luxury in New Zealand because we've got so many good players. But when they start moulding really nicely on the wings and what their role is, well, well Jordan, and how he's coming, he's even coming to first receiver, Mark Talia. You know, he brings a different side of He's been a bit, a little bit quiet as well, but he's been injured. Um, they're combining nicely. It's a nice combination. Um, and, and then, I mean, they're in the perfect position. You know, you've got guys like Damian McKenzie. Do you put him? I mean, he's not even on the bench again. You know, you've got the luxury of being able to, being able to, you know, have another outside out there. The wing position, um, Caleb Clark's, you know, on the bench. Uh, Leicester Fame, Anuku, and how, how does that look like? So there's, there's plenty of headaches there for the All Blacks. But when you're looking at the 15, I mean, this this is this is close to and, and I, yeah, I think it's getting close. Can I ask you this question? How, how big a turnaround is this? If we think a year ago, oh man, you, you know, you think about where the All Blacks were in South Africa, coaches fighting for his life, yeah. they've made changes yeah. in the coaching staff. Yeah. You know, the CEO's under pressure because he's he's being forced to make critical decisions. The board, the players have. Um, They've put up the the barricades, right? They've gone in house, and the world's against them. Yeah. Um, in, in some ways, a little bit bitter yeah. about how things have gone about. Are we underestimating the tournament, or were we only ever a couple of performances away? And did we lose lose perspective? Did we lose context? Did we, we did we not accept? Have we had COVID had us, this ridiculous effect on New Zealand rugby, and and had us not having played? Um, you know, a variety of teams for a couple of seasons had an effect. Like, is this, I mean, I look at this journey right now and I, I start pinching myself when all of a sudden my belief in this team compared to where it was a year ago, and saying that I always thought it was there, I just wasn't sure we could re- recapture it. Have we, has the turnaround almost, is it almost complete in terms of its belief and confidence? Yeah. Oh, man, you cannot underestimate the mental factor of what they went through. And so all that stuff that happened, the disjointment between them and the rugby union, the coaches being, um, you know, another coach being picked before, like stuff that's never, ever happened in, in, our, in our history. Under the, under pressure, COVID, you know, all the other factors. The big one was South Africa, you know. They were destined to lose that second game. And they somehow found a way to win and win well. And... When they came back to Christchurch, I mean that that mental sort of um, strain that they had, I and mean, that's perhaps why they lost to this Argentinians. You know, they came back bitter. World was against them. A lot of happens, you know. So you kind of go close, close shop, ranks, right? You close ranks, close ranks, and from the outside, it looks like oh, they don't they don't care about the the outside. They yeah, in effect, they don't they didn't because they wanted to come a little bit closer. But it look, almost looks sort of like it looked like no, we don't care about anyone else. But when you're in that bitterness, you're thinking stuff everyone else. Do you know, do you know what I mean? And yeah. then it hurt them. It hurt them big time because that was what they were thinking, the bitterness of it. You fast forward to where they are now, um, everything's happened. I like what they've obviously done a lot of work on that because 
it's so easy to carry that on, to go in and say, well, hey, remember last year, let's remember last year, this is where we're at, this is where we're at. They've embraced the whole country, right? They've got, they've, they've parked it aside. And I think, you know, Fozzie has actually created a, an environment now where he's gone like, okay, well, hey, I'm not going to be the coach next year, okay? I can either be bitter about that and bitter about the process, which is, mate, he, sh- he should be bitter about that. You know, anyone, you know, you don't blame him if he was, but he's almost created an environment that, that has got a, a team really hungry about what they're doing, enjoying what they're doing, enjoying the game plan. So I always had belief in, in, in the individuals, yeah. right? In the individuals. What I was a little bit sketchy about is how were they going to come out and play their game plan? Yeah. Yeah. And that is what has impressed me the most, is the fact that they've gone away, they've looked at different, different areas, they've settled on a base of how they're going to play the game. We've heard that from Jason Ryan. And then they've created little wee, you know, branches outside it to go, okay, this is what we're going to improve, this is where we're going to take our game. And everyone's come along on that ride. And so they've used a different type of motivation to really pump results. And they need the results because, first of all, confidence, getting getting the nation behind them, parking everything up. And they've come out and, look, I mean, look at what's going on in New Zealand at the moment. We're coming out over here on planes and, it's just chocker full of Kiwis loving the All Black team again. You know, they, they, they seem really, really happy. And so if I fast forward to the World Cup, this is a way different approach than we've ever, ever, ever done before. We've always gone in there with the fact that we've, you know, we've been favourites. But I see this team, there's, there's a, it seems like there's a something burning in there. They don't care whether they're favourites or not. They've got something to prove to themselves. And they want to go out there and win. Whereas we've kind of gone in with the whole kind of luxury arcades, you know, we're we're the All Blacks, right? We've got enough. We win this. There's expectations on us. We're hot. We've still got a little bit of that haver. We've lost a little bit, but there's a motivation there to go. Man, we want to get to where everyone used to see us. Yeah. And, and, I, and I see that in this team. They're, they're wanting to. They're wanting to improve. And this is another chance for them. To really, really stamp their mark from a you know not just a playing point of view, but I just think from a from a mental point, you know, they're just really, really solid in terms of where they've come out. Because I like we've now got incumbents. <laughs> yeah. Like for I think for a long time, players didn't feel as though they were incumbents, and that's where I come back to this selection debate. Is great coaching quite often comes down to great selection. Yeah. If you select the right group of people, you select the right team, and you know we've experimented with a lot of players. Over the last three years, huge numbers yes. of guys have come in and out of the all-black environment. Now, whether or not they've got it 100% right, which is really hard to do, you know, just don't know, you know, how a player is going to thrive in the international environment, how they're going to deal with the pressure, you know, can they take it from the training pitch onto the field, and how often have we in the last two years selected our strongest side to play consistently together. Maybe this is the greatest part of their plan. Maybe that's the best thing that they've done. It's probably the greatest thing is the fact that Fozzie doesn't have to think about next year, right? Yeah. He's just picking who fits his game plan for this for the next six months, and yep. that's all he has to worry about, right? Yeah, and, and the adversity that you talk about players having to go to, they've been through plenty oh. of it now. And, and that's not even talking about the players who played in 2019 at the Rugby World Cup no, and losing to England. We're not even talking about that. No, and, and there's plenty of those guys that were there. Yeah. So, so they've learnt their adversity. The whole group learnt through their last uh, adversity last year in 2022 in terms of the pressures and understanding what it takes to be an All Black. And my, my probably challenge to them is, is that if there is a hiccup, if there is a, 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 a time where they don't quite perform as well as – and they – they may lose a test match, whether it's this week, whether it's next week, 
whether it's South Africa and Twickenham or whether it's France in the first game, that they don't go back to the mentality where they close ranks again. Yeah, yeah. Because the, I, I, I hope they've moved past that, right? Yeah, yeah, they yeah. put that behind them and saying, yep, that, that we were bitter. We were disappointed. We were frustrated. We were angry. But that group, this group right now, you're seeing that they haven't got that and we're seeing the best of them. Yeah. And that's why I, I look, I'm, that's why I'm more confident than, you know, I have more belief than I've had probably for the last three years because the group looks as though they know who they are. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I think yeah. this test match and next test match is that, I mean, are they now at the point that um, they just every performance is about, you've been in great all black sides, is about confirming to yourself you are who you think you are? Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, there's always those words about leaving the jersey in a better place than, you know, what you sort of come in. And sometimes you just, you know, want, you know it's been around for a while. Yeah. I think... Imagine Tyro Lomax, I said that. Imagine the, yeah. the jersey wasn't that great when he came into it, you know, like, yeah, not, not the player, true. but the environment. Yeah, I mean, some of these guys have come into this situation yeah, yeah, yeah. where the backs are well and truly against the ball. Against the ball. Well, sometimes it's the perfect, again, we talk about the baggage, you know, sometimes it's perfect starter to go, man, this is your turn now to enhance that, right? Enhance, put your bit into it. And, and sometimes it gets lost in it. Like, what does it actually look like? Well, man, if you're coming into an environment and look, shit, that's what it looks like, yeah. right? If you're coming into an environment and they're trying to, they're trying to change it and say, man, it's, it, it's your opportunity now to enhance it and make it way better than what it was because you've seen what, it, what it's like. And then other guys fly into it. But I, I, I sense within the group, they really want to. I mean, they, they often talk about legacies, and it is. They want to enhance that legacy because, man, it was in a shit place last year. They're not. I'm not saying because of them. I'm saying because of everything else that sort of mm. happened. The, you know, the external pressures that were on, the external sh- stuff that sort of went on. It sh- you know, should never have done. But they've, they've found a way to actually use that and to really enhance their environment and enhance the jersey, you know, way better than what, what it has. And I, I think they are, the adversity that they've gone through. I'm like you, you know, I'm sitting here com- you know, comfortable with where the team at, you know, um, I think they've, they've they've created something special. As much as I'd love to have, to, to have this um, this teach, test match close, I can't see it because of our team. Yeah, and I want it to be close. For some humans, for you know, for New Zealand and Australia, you know, to be really strong. I can't see it, man, because all the stuff that we're sort of speaking about in terms of the All Blacks, man, they're on a different level. They're on a different level in terms of, especially the adversity compared to where, you know, the other teams. I mean, even the Wallabies, they're facing a little bit of that now, but they're deflecting it, but trying to deflect it back. But there's, they've still got to go through. But if they get dented tonight, and some of the young players, can you imagine? You know, how far backwards they could actually end up going. Uh, just last question before we go: uh, big weekend uh, rugby championship. Um, you know, you start to we're starting to nail down squads. You know, you start to nail down teams. Um, there's only one more test match to go for the All Blacks. Uh, do you fear for anyone at the moment, or is the 33 almost the picture becoming a little bit clearer every week? Has it become clearer and? Are there players probably who are playing for their seat on the plane in the next two weeks? Well, I mean, if you're part of this 23, yeah, yeah. you would expect you're going, you'd be on the plane, right? Yeah, I, I think the guys that have had game time, I mean, Roy, Roy Gard now, is, he's given an opportunity, right? Because yeah. we haven't seen him. So that's the chance for him to go in and, yeah, be up. I mean, 
even the props. I mean, they've actually been all right. You know, off a of, off a of tour and a fast year, they put out. They've played a different role, right? Yeah. You know, well, office become a loose head prop. That's right. That's right. And so, I mean, you know, I mean, who, who would? You, I mean, you know, that's the thing. Where does to Mighty Williams go? Because man, the way he's got to go, though, he, right? He goes. He goes. Yeah. But so, what is the makeup in terms of some of the guys on the bench? But more so, also Jake, uh, Jacobson, another another camp, but also the guys that haven't had an opportunity. You know, so what happens if they do lose? Against the Wallabies tonight, and then they, you know, do that. Does he put them out next next week? You know, because they've got to win the Blues, though, right? Would you? Is there any world that you would take someone you haven't seen in the rugby championship? Well, we haven't seen Lester Fine Manuku, but we haven't. Seen, but what about the injured guys? Well, I think David Harvey goes. Yeah, I think David Harvey definitely needs to go. Yeah. He he's in that mix. He's out now. Twelve. Yeah, he's our second best twelve. Yeah, you know, Anton's yeah. probably. You know, it's, it's, but he's a different type of player. Exactly. So very they, different they, type of player. Go, right? Yeah, both of them. Go. So, what does the makeup look like? Does Alistair Fainaruku miss out? Does a Caleb Clark miss out? Because, but he's play. He, I mean, the, K- the Caleb has been out there the whole, the, the whole time. So they, they like him, right? They like what he's. There's something you know. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I, I think there's he's he's got something that other players don't have. Mm. That there is a raw pace and power that he has that not many other players have. Yeah. Um, and we'd like to see more of it and more often. Yeah. And more impactful, but clearly there's something that they see in him that that adds and brings value. And what we don't know, also, in morning that hour, you know, we, perhaps that's probably forced them to give him that. You know, who's to know, say that they might have been want to take in that role, right? You know, do you know what I mean? Because and he covers a lot more. He can, he can sit in at centre fullback. Not not that he would have the All Black level, but his injury now has been, perhaps may have see like forced him to go. Okay, well, let's put Caleb there to give him another opportunity. So. Narawa, to me, is sort of seeing how serious he is. Um, yeah, oh, it's 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 the backs. It's gonna it's gonna come down to, and maybe one, one or two forwards. You know, that's that's the margins we're at right now. It is. I mean, eh? there's a there's there's a there's a prop in or out, right? There's a one prop in or out. Yeah. You know, there's a loose forward loose in or team. out. Yeah. There's a wing in or out. Yeah. Um, I think there'll be a two, couple two two. Probably they'll probably lean more on the. Because we've got a nice balance now too with Bowden there. I mean, look, you're going into a test match without even a cover at first fight, and why is that? Because you've got Bowden, you've got a you know Richie, even Jordy Barrett can step up and into that. So it, it's I don't think they won't they won't leave McKenzie up. McKenzie goes all day. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, so it's so, so, so like we I think the picture has come clearer for us. You know, when we start adding the names, and and if you said this 23, and then you've got to add 10 more, there's some guys out there though. That clearly they've liked in the past. Yeah. Um, uh, your Joe Moody's, your Fletcher Newell, remembering he he got thrown into that right. South Africa experience Angus, last Angus year. Who Ethan Blackadder, you know, like he's and he's the he's to me is the the this lone wolf that's out there, the, the, and he plays like that, you know, in regards to his mentality and toughness and all those things that I know Jason Ryan likes, yeah. and I start thinking to myself, okay. If he got to play, if he if he got to play all of the other pool games, other than France, say he wasn't quite ready to play against France, I'd be really comfortable, you know, because you know what he's going to bring. Yeah. Um. But but he's probably the one guy. I mean, if we if if we won com- comfortably in the first Blitzlow Cup, I wouldn't be adverse to seeing him next week if he was fit and available. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think he's going to be. The word is he might not be. So whether or not now his that ship has passed, um. Oh. I, I still think so. I think Jason the Jason Ryan factor is huge because he knows he understands it. He knows the type of player that he is 
and does he fit into the mould that they're trying to create in the All Blacks? So you look, then you, you're looking at guys like, hey, is is Sonny Benefi now blocked and get head game time? No, is what's Jacobson going to come off the bench? Because those are the guys he's effectively going to be, you know, kind of, you know, replacing. The upside that he's got is also line out, you know, and so he yeah. brings all that. Plus, he brings the other, you know, the other sort of uh, physical side. Sonny Benefi now does the same thing, but. Has he got the? Has he, he hasn't he hasn't had any game time? Um, and I suppose that's where you know, from a coaching point of view, when you know a player that can bring that, and you're thinking about the game plan in terms of what they're doing now, that could be a, that could be another degree where you say, well, um, I'd be comfortable with that. Uh, you know, I think Blackadder, you know, brings that. You know, might not necessarily be an out now sort of coming off the bench because you know, um, but you're right, you know. He would easily sit there as a player that would play a couple of pool games to see where he's out to try and push himself into the, which is what the guys I've just mentioned would end up doing anyway, you know, regardless. So do they take that sort of, no, no, it's not a risk. Do they look at it in terms of that and say, well, actually, I, we believe we'll probably get more out of him, you know? Game on, 80,000, MCG Mills. We've got work to do tonight. We'll get back on tour next week down in Dunedin. Then it's the Springboks, what, three weeks later, and then it's the Rugby World Cup. All right, mate, that's us. That is us done and dusted. Bring on the MCG tonight. Uh, we'll go hard. Um, we'll be part of 80-odd thousand. It'll be a special night, right? Yeah, mate, looking forward to it. Can't wait. be awesome. Fantastic stadium.